Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends. We're back. We're back with another superhero adventure. Uh, we decided to pair Big Hero 6 with Sky High, the 2005 live action Disney channel original movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. This was with Kurt Russell. Uh, I, well, it's it's funny because all the adults are like name people, but the children, I think, have become name people. I was excited to watch this one again. I've seen it a few times and I was sure, <laughs> I, I will take it back. I wasn't sure. I thought you'd find it okay. Yeah. And I think you found it a little less than okay. Yeah, I would never watch it again, and I probably would have... <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds the, like, gun to my head, I no, would never watch it. No, but I probably would have turned the channel if it was on TV or something. I, it wouldn't have kept yes, my interest. I can establish the exact time she decided. I don't know what's going on in the movie, but when she put her notes down... <laughs> yeah, I didn't I take uh, any okay. Um, I don't I think, think Tara likes this I one. And then like I think you said 30, 35 minutes, maybe a little bit longer. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not going to take any notes on this. I don't need this on my lap. Well, I, I liked it. I'd seen it a few times. It's, it's, it's up my alley in a few ways. I will say seeing it this time. I did some of the things that I didn't, that weren't great stuck out to me. I don't think it's offensive, bad, like not that Pete's dragon was offensive, bad, but we were like, please turn this off. And this was just, were you more just like this is boring <laughs> or were you like this is like i more so just didn't care about yeah. the story it was telling i i would have rather the focus have been on the sidekicks and i guess maybe you want to go into what the movie's about yeah let me run through just generally what the plot is this is a world where superheroes are very common so common in fact that we really don't get much of a perspective of like a regular family <laughs> these are all yeah they kids. all have superhero something these are all freshmen in a superhero high school it's their first day of school and they all have assumably i guess they all have superhero parents or at least they have parents with powers at least one parent with powers yes or what is it they said they fell into a vat of radioactive they said that's the other way you would get spider. your powers or something yeah mm-hmm. i like that bit where the teacher goes usually their powers come on the next day or they die like i like little stuff like that but the two main superheroes in this universe are a married couple, Jetstream and the Commander, and they have a And the son. Commander's Kurt Russell. Commander's Kurt Russell. The Jetstream is Kelly Preston from Jerry Maguire. Giving just like a like the mom performance, like I know you didn't really like Kurt Russell's character in this, but it felt like he was into it. And Kelly Preston felt just like... Yeah, I guess he felt like he was into it. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't care for the character that he was. Um, They have a son, and their son doesn't have superpowers. Or at least he hasn't developed them yet. But he keeps fooling his dad, because his dad is kind of pressuring him to be like the third in the in the group. And he goes to superhero school, school where they divide everybody up into heroes and sidekicks. And when he can't perform and show a show a superpower, they put him in the sidekicks, which is something he keeps from his dad for a while. You know, it kind of makes him an outcast. He eventually 
gain superpowers or they start developing and he's brought into the uh, popular crowd by this uh, woman, this character played by Mary Elizabeth Weinstead named Gwen Grayson, which is actually two names. It's Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man and Dick Grayson from oh, Batman. That's interesting. Uh, who seems to take a real interest in him. Uh, kind of out of nowhere. Like, you don't know why she's being so they manipulative. They play this stupid music sting <laughs> one too many times. Like, it's clear from moment one that he's in love with her. And, like, he's close friends with uh, this character, Layla. They grew up together. And it's clear that Layla's kind of into him and he's oblivious to the fact that she's into him. And he's, like, head over heels for this senior and he's a freshman or she's a junior or something. I don't remember. She's an upperclassman. She's a senior. Um, but they play this, yeah, this what? music cue. It goes. It's. Uh, I don't remember what it is. It's a really good song, but it's probably yeah, ruined it's for you song, for a while. But it's, it's just uh, they played uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's from the Wedding Singer soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think it's in there too. They play it just one too many times. It's like you could have done it once or twice. And it's like we get it. And I just, for me, I feel like that's kind of what this movie was. Is well, there were a lot of can, moments let, like that. Let me finish the plot first. We'll get through that, and then we'll get to all the things you don't like about it. I will say, I think the reason, the problem with that was that they did it for the joke of the like every time he like Will kind of focused out what people were saying and was listening to her, and then they just started doing it for scenes where they were together. It was just when she was on screen. It was no yeah. longer the joke; it was mm-hmm. her theme. Yeah. Um. But uh, when you watched it, were you wondering why is she into him? Like, why is did did that ever come up? No. You were just like, I didn't okay. really think about it. Um. Because it turns out she is the de-aged ex-villain of the commander in Jetstream come back for revenge um, and gets turns all the parents and everybody into babies. And of course, the sidekick class rises to the occasion and, and saves the day, mostly with the help of Will. And that is pretty much the movie, um, just in a nutshell. There's a lot of comedy in it. Uh, they pay a lot of homage to like '60s Batman, to like the very like it, it's it's having fun with superheroes. It's not trying to be that like you know we're starting the thing where it's like Batman. I think Batman Begins comes out this year, so we're like let's do a really realistic, gritty take on Batman. This is not that. This is people get superpowers for no reason. We don't worry about the science of it. Anything. It's just there are superheroes and they do these sort, sorts of things. And it's high school and what. I liked about it was kind of this examination of superheroes being commonplace and what like the the story of high school through the eyes of like wh- what if your parent you know like there's living up to your your the good name of your of your dad who's the best alum you know they've done that story a million times but now instead of him being like the number one football player he's the the super the biggest superhero in the world he's Superman. And I found that interesting. Um, I agree. I, I didn't. A lot of the stuff you talked about, I was like, yeah, I can see you not liking that. It didn't bother me as much. Will was definitely a, like, now I can't rewatch it without realizing how much of a dud Will is, the main character. Yeah, I just feel like the sidekicks were more interesting. His friend Layla was really interesting. Sack attack. His, yeah, his kind of arch enemy, like, he finds out that one of the kids at the school was that kid's dad was put away by his dad because he was a the kid's dad was a villain and Kurt Russell who's the big superhero in the movie uh he like 
battles it out with this kid's dad and now he's in prison and so they have a beef like the kids have a beef because of their dads and i think that character's name is warren peace i think played by steven Strait, who went on to become the lead in the expanse which is a really cool uh sci-fi series that was on i think it was on sci-fi network and then it moved to amazon and it's a book series I really enjoy. I think a lot of a lot of my friends watch it and really enjoy it. But it was it, this was his first role, um, and yeah, he's a much more interesting character. In fact, the way the, the 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 movie goes is like Layla confides in him and tells him the truth about her liking Will and all this stuff, and then it eventually it it it, it at the end Will ends up with Layla, and the the course of the movie feels oh yeah feels like Warren should end up with Layla. Or, like, no one should end up with anyone. I think either one of those options would have been better, but Will just ending up with Layla just feels like it was forced and that it didn't, like, naturally come to that conclusion. But I found, like, I would have been more interested in, like, highlighting each of the sidekicks and, like, we see all of them in their home environment and what their parents do for a living and they're kind of you know, what their superhero thing is. And I just think I would have liked it from a, the story told from a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Like you could still have Kurt Russell and you could still have like the the big superhero family, but I don't think we needed a spotlight on that superhero family because we kind of know what that looks like. It's Superman. It's bat. You know, Superman, I think, is, the, is almost closer than Batman because Superman is like this jolly, like friendly person and then like change it. You know what I mean? Like he has a day job with glasses and then he's wearing a cape, right? Like, they pulled that I feel like from Superman yeah I think I talked about this and said like and I their think, day job was real estate which was a fun bit and I, then again <laughs> like I feel like it was played out one too many times but it was fun at the start I I, I thought that was pretty I, I like the real estate bit the how good they were at real estate and how much they liked it I also like there was a bit where Kurt Russell was very upset that he didn't get the lead in Oklahoma at school. And like, yeah. there's a bit where like, you got to let it go. And he's like, I can't. Yeah. I liked, I, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff there where, you know, I talked with you about this, about like, I think it would make a better series than a show, than a, than a movie. And I think it is because like some of these things that we want to see needed room to breathe. And they instead made way for like the most generic, guy is a nerd guy what's in the cool crowd realizes his nerds are really his friend plot and we yeah. didn't get the stuff that's like well how is that cool and different as a superhero movie like we didn't get an episode where we follow zach attack home and we learn his parents yeah and, and i also don't feel like his parents learned a lesson either like <laughs> no, at the beginning went, yep, of the movie at the beginning of the movie his dad, Kurt Russell, talks about like how, oh, yeah, I had a sidekick. I don't remember his name and like doesn't really think about him. And then at the end, he like calls him by his first name like they've been keeping in touch and are best buds. And I didn't like that. I didn't think that was as big a jump as you make it out to be. I think like he just may have remembered it after seeing him in action. And Maybe. like, I don't know, that didn't seem as big a deal. But it was also like he wasn't like, you know, you are a great guy. Like he was kind of like keep teaching those kids. It didn't feel like a huge move, but I will say like that did feel like there was a little bit of the let's cram all seven books of Harry Potter into one movie where it's like Harry, Harry's an outcast. Harry's a, this, like it's, it's mm-hmm. too much. Like if it wasn't a movie, it needed to be like, you know, a comic book or something, you know? And I think it's, it, there's an interesting story there. I just don't think they really achieved it the way they wanted it to, but I, I still liked it. There's a lot of the, the, there's, you know, a lot of, 
famous kind of B actors or character actors as in there. There's Wonder Woman, Linda Carter's Principal Powers. Uh, oh gosh, who plays Nurse Specs? What is her name? Cloris Leachman, who I found out apparently played Wonder Woman's mother in like. I don't know if it was the show, if it was one TV movie of the show. Oh, that's cool. You remember her mother from the the movie, like the the Warrior Woman? I guess like uh, you remember the aunt or the one who raised her, who mm-hmm. spoiler alert, dies in the first one, who's played by the Princess Bride. Yeah. Um, but like that was Cloris Leachman, so that's part of the reason they brought her. Bruce Campbell was in his Coach Boomer. I liked him as kind of a mean coach. I liked Mister Medulla, who is like the mad science professor i liked and it's weird because he doesn't he feel kind of like snape like this guy's clearly a bad guy who has been brought over to the good guy section somehow he didn't feel like a bad guy to me he felt like a know-it-all to me because he was oh really yeah he just looked he's like he's into mad science he's like death ray shrink ray like it just felt like yeah a bad guy 1960s bad guy and i liked mr boy i also like that his name was mr boy like his real name was all american boy Mm -hmm. and he was the sidekick teacher and his whole bit was like he could jump behind something and jump back out and be in his costume in a, in a second and he was kind of upset that will's parents had never talked to him about him um played by dave thomas mr medulla played by kevin mcdonald both from kids in the hall so i i like some of the comedy there um i i like it i still defend it i it's not one of those things where i defend where i'm like I think you're wrong for not liking it. I don't really do that anymore. But even I can go, yeah, I can understand why you didn't like it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, I think they do a lot of stuff. It's real colorful. Um, it's it's. I thought it was cool that each character, even though they were just dressing up as normal, teenagers had like a color scheme they kept with. Mm-hmm. I liked, I do think War and Peace and Layla are like the best kid characters in there. I liked Zack Attack and I liked the little bit he kept doing where he tried to act like he didn't care about something to when he was with, did you catch that with magenta? Yeah. 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 Where he's yeah. like, Oh, dancing stupid. She's like, do you want to dance? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. he was just always like trying to predict what she said. And he was kind of a, a dork. Um, I liked the, the guy who played like the flash, the evil flash mm-hmm. who was like fat. I don't want to yeah. say fat, but he was a big guy. Apparently they, I told you this, they interviewed a bunch of, not an interview. They uh, auditioned a bunch of uh, skinny athletic guys, and then they went with him. And he, he came in and did it. And they're like, "Wow, we really like him, but he's not skinny or athletic." And they're like, "Well, it's a superpowers. Why does he have to be skinny or athletic? He can just be fast." Yeah, there's no reason not to. Um, but I liked a bunch of that stuff. Uh, let me think if there's anything else. I mean, there's a lot of little like, like I said, uh, 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 tributes to to old timey. Um, superhero stuff uh and they did a lot of dutch angles with the villains and also and you know anytime they wanted to talk about uh uh you know some really superhero stuff which is kind of when they tilt the camera it's something they did in batman 66 the the way you get into the secret sanctum or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. which is you know like sanctum sanctorum which is the name of dr strange's Mm. building did you know that was called that I knew Doctor Strange's was, but I didn't right. really, yeah. They just called it the Secret Sanctum, but they go down through poles, like in the old 1966 Batman. Um, the supervillain's plot is not to just, like, if she wanted to just kill everybody, it feels like that would be easier than she wants to turn them all into babies and then raise them to be supervillains or yeah. something ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I, I dug it. 
uh, I thought it was fun, um, but they were all signed up to do a series or in a sequel, and it feels like it's been like a real long time. Mm, yeah, I wonder if it's because Marvel really took off, and so. Well, yeah. If they want to do this story now, they can they probably can use, grab Marvel characters yeah, and do them, mm-hmm. which I think would be cool. Like, I think that'd be a great way to do it. And I feel like they've done. Well, I mean, that's Spider-Man a little bit, as far as like following a superhero through high school it's just not a yeah. bunch of superheroes together because well, you don't have a bunch of aged but maybe they'll do that with the x-men maybe well they'll the, do younger kids or something they're also leading up in the movies it feels like to do something with the young avengers yeah so i feel like we'll get some version of this with marvel at we're some getting, point we're getting a, a cartoon on disney plus that's spider-man freshman year which is supposed to feel like the high school part. So maybe they will fill in all this stuff. They did something with Batman called Gotham Academy where they did this, where it was all a bunch of like, it ended up being like the Riddler's nephew and Mm. stuff. And they all kind of got together and solved mysteries and that sort of thing. I I don't know. I think there's something here. I, 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 I liked when I went back and I thought about everything I liked, it was more of like the world they were creating and less of the actual like minute to minute plot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think it's worth checking out. Um, it sounds like it's a skip for for you. Yeah, I think I don't know. Read the synopsis and <laughs> or if you don't. like, not if like you like superheroes, then give it a try. But I, I mean, for me, I could take or leave it. But it sounds like other people out there liked it. So, so it it feels like you. Uh, I I think you're going to be more excited for next week's episode, which is a Brandy Cinderella. Yeah, it's one I watched as a kid, and I'm pretty excited about it. I have. I have very little concept of it. We'll talk about it next week. I watched it, it when it debuted, so. I, ooh. <laughs> um, I think it was ABC Family. I'll have to look it up, but I think that's what it was on. Yeah, so that'll start kind of our... It's funny because I don't feel like that's a... Uh, There's a bunch of people in it. Whoopi Goldberg and Jason Alexander. And- well, uh, what, what I'm saying is that doesn't feel like a Christmas... It's not a Christmas movie, but it also kind of, for some reason, feels magical to the season. Mm, yeah, <laughs> a maybe way. a little bit. But then after that, we'll kick off a couple Christmas episodes to cap off the year but uh yeah guys check out sky high um and we'll hear from you next time all right take care listeners thanks for listening to tara and ryan's princess diaries if you've got a disney story to share a bone to pick with us or just want to say hello call the princess diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1 that's 707-968-7731 you can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com Tweet at us at TRP Diaries on Twitter or check out our Instagram at TR Princess Diaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash trprincessdiaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh-huh.